My name is Colin Mitchell, and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode. And now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. Who is your first priority in selling? Definitely, a lot of you would say it's the buyer. But is it really what you're practicing? Carol Mahoney, aka the sales therapist, joins Colin today to share how she got into sales coaching and what she learned over the years. As the author of Buyer First, she discusses the common misconceptions in sales that need to be shattered. Learn more about Carol in this latest episode of Sales Transformation. All right. Welcome to another episode of Sales Transformation. Very excited to have Carol Mahoney on today. She's the author of an upcoming book, Buyer First, How to Sell the Way People Buy. Carol has been called the sales therapist by the Harvard Business School professor where she coaches on sales for their entrepreneurial MBA program. Carol, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. I've been looking forward to it. Oh, just I, I love uh, just the conversation we were having before here. You're, you're speaking my my sales love language, so I know that this is going to be a, a fun episode. But before we jump in, just give us a little bit of the short version of your background. So short version is I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. The The idea of a nine to five job was a foreign concept around our dinner table. And so it was always conversations about business and sales and So growing up, I had this vision that someday I was going to help small businesses to grow and scale like the ones that I grew up in, right? Because I heard all of the challenges every day around the dinner table. And so what I didn't know, though, is that when I launched my business, how how far into it I was going to come into those challenges. Mm. And I went into owning my own business with this mindset towards sales where I hated it. I didn't want to be the pushy, slimy, sleazy salesperson. I ran a marketing agency. This was in the age of like, you know, SEO and inbound was just starting to be born. And I thought, I'm going to use the Internet to make salespeople obsolete. We're going to buy everything <laughs> online. and We don't need the pushy, slimy salesperson anymore. But what I learned was that you can't take marketing leads to the bank and that we still need human beings to help us to make decisions, especially decisions of big risk to us, like about our businesses and our livelihoods. And so I in order for me to grow my business, but also in order for me to help small businesses grow, because what I was seeing happen with my marketing clients is that they would get leads, but they wouldn't close any business from those leads because they were using the ABCs of yesteryear in 1980 to try and close Internet leads and didn't know why it wasn't working. And I thought, if I'm going to actually help these businesses grow, I need to figure out how does sales actually work and how do I change my own mindset towards what I think sales is? And it was through that transformative experience of hiring my own coach and examining my own sales mindsets that not only transformed my business, I went from a marketing agency to now going from hating sales to I talk to salespeople every day on purpose that I, I wanted to make sure that. I was able to help other small business owners and entrepreneurs and salespeople and companies to be able to predictively grow their sales and address the mindsets that they might not even realize is getting in their way of their success. Wow. Okay. There's a lot to to unpack there, but I want to kind of start with one thing that really stood out to me there is you talked about kind of this old way of thinking, uh, this always be closing mindset, uh, Mm -hmm. which... 
unfortunately is not so old, like still is very prevalent. Um, yeah. and then, you know, you went out to get a coach and, uh, to change your own mindsets about selling. Mm-hmm. What were some things, some ideas that just totally needed to be shattered? The first was that people need to like me in order for them to buy from me. Mm. Like they need to think of me in a certain way. They need to see me a certain way. And what it really was is just my own need for approval and validation that was getting in my way of asking tough, uncomfortable questions because I need them to like me. I can't challenge them. I might accept them. Um, And it was really not so much about them liking me. It was really more about them being able to trust me. Like there's plenty of people who I trust that I might not hang out with every day. But at the same time, there are people who I trust to give me advice when I don't necessarily want to hear what I want to hear. And we don't trust those people that just tell us what we want to hear. And that's, that was one of the things that I had this misconception about in sales. The other one, which was a really big one was as a business owner, I thought my passion for what I did and how it came through on the call would convince people that I was the one for them. And mm-hmm. what it really was is I was making it all about me. I was talking about it myself. I was talking really fast and it was going right over their heads and not actually including them in the process, just kind of pitching it at them because I was so passionate about this. Um, those were the two things that I had to really shift my mindset around. And then the other was that I had to be this pushy, consistently calling them all of the time and cold calling them and calling around them to get to their boss, because that's what the books told me I needed to do. And even though I hated it, I'm like, if I want my business to grow, I'll do it. Even if I hate it and I, I, I don't want to take any part of it. And those were the mindsets that I had to really address and shift first and foremost to start getting better at collaborating with my buyers. Okay. So let's, let's dig into the first one a little bit, you know, mm. <clears throat> sellers still often think that their buyers need to like them. And sometimes this is a tricky one because there's people who think it absolutely matters. Like it's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that think like, no, it doesn't matter at all. And I think they're both wrong. Uh, <laughs> I think that it matters a little bit right? But not as much as you think. And also it matters to some people more than others. So it's less about who you are as a seller and what you think the most important thing is, right? It's Mm -hmm. more about the buyer and what's most important to them. And sometimes that's relationships. Relationships might be the most important thing to them. And they even take that into consideration when making business decisions, but not every buyer is that way. Right. What are your thoughts? Uh, these things exist on a spectrum, right? It's not like it's like our personalities are not all this or all this all of the time. We all are growing yeah. and evolving. And so the, the need for approval is on a spectrum. If you have a very high need for approval, then you're going to you know suffocate your buyer by saying yes to everything that they say. Mm-hmm. You're not going to ask those tough, challenging questions when they come up. You're certainly not going to ask the questions that would ask them to get their boss involved. Um, and then there's the other end of the spectrum, right, where you're trying to implement the challenger shale and you're really just coming off as an a-hole but somehow you think you're adding value and insight by challenging them that way like there's a there is a there's a balance between the two you know at some point uh you know if people hate you if you're just an a-hole and then you know they're not going to hear your message because all they can see is the negative perception of the messenger um and there has to be a balance where you can relate to them you can build rapport with them you can be transparent and authentic with them but at the same time be able to challenge them and and not go so much for that they're going to be your best friend all of the time. My best friends are the ones that can call me out on my stuff. 
Um, yeah. And not every buyer is that way. So you have to you have to be able to be, you know, as my Nana would say, you have to be able to read the room in the audience. <laughs> um, but at the same time, be able to get past your own need to be seen a certain way. You know, for example, um, when I was first coaching Harvard Business School students, I had one student who came to me and said, I don't ask questions because I'm afraid that if I ask too many questions, they're going to think I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm. That's an example of our need for approval getting in the yeah. way of actions that we need to take. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.